Hello, my beautiful ladies. Giselle here with Becoming Beautiful. And this week I was thinking about the Becoming Beautiful channel and um, what it is like to become beautiful. What does it actually mean to become a beautiful person? We all know that as cliche as it sounds, beauty is not just outward, it's really inward. But what does it mean to be beautiful on the inside? That means we have to get healthy, whole. We have to go through our traumas and issues that we have gone uh, through as, as children and even as adults, the hurts and the hangups. And we need to give these to the Lord and become healed because then they will affect our personal lives, our relationships, our work, um, our purpose, you know, what, what the plans that God has for us. And so we want to become beautiful persons. We want to smile. It's something as practical as a smile. But why do we smile? Are we really happy for other people when they look good? Are they beautiful? Do you enjoy their, their beauty uh, when somebody's physically beautiful? You know, we all have our flaws, but this weekend I was talking to a lovely lady. Her name was Fariba, and she said, Giselle, the beauty is really in the heart, and this woman is beautiful. I will tell you guys, this woman is gorgeous, long, black, thick hair. I mean, this woman is gorgeous, and when she told me beauty comes from the heart, I just, it felt so good to hear that from someone that's so pretty on the outside and knows and values the importance of being beautiful on the inside. So today... I want to talk to you about just different characteristics of becoming beautiful. We all know it's a process. We, you know, we don't become beautiful overnight. We work on our, our issues. We work on our traumas. We work on the, the hangups that we have, the things that just are ugly in our life. You know, we're all, we all have something, you know, maybe, uh, you know, we get jealous or maybe, you know, we talk back to someone or maybe we're rude or maybe we have a loud voice and we're angry or maybe we get frustrated. Those are things that are not godly. This weekend, the pastor went over Galatians 5 and it was such a good teaching on the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit in Galatians 5 uh, talks about uh, peace, kindness, self-control. And so I want to talk to you guys about uh, becoming a beautiful person, you know, somebody that loves other people, somebody that is sincerely happy for another person. Uh, we need to watch our hearts and um, love other people. And so um, we want to focus on the fruits, the fruit of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, kindness, the self-control. You know, when we have fits of anger or irritability, um, it's not very attractive. We've all heard, I don't know if you guys have, but I've heard uh, someone recently say that, you know, pretty house, no one home. That's what it's like to be looking good on the outside, but not having a beautiful heart on the inside. It's the way we treat people, the grace that we have toward others. I have a paralegal and, um, you know, it's uh, currently a rough patch because there's so many details that we need to be careful of. And one of the things the Lord is teaching me is to have grace, grace over people, getting less frustrated because I tend to move on quickly and I get frustrated and then I'm done. And that's just not a beautiful characteristic. So I need to have grace because God has grace to me. He says when we're faithful to confess our sins, he's faithful to what? Forgive our sins. So he's gracious toward us, even though we don't deserve it. So Grace is something that we need to extend to others, and that's actually a characteristic that's beautiful. So I want to talk to you guys, uh, gals, today about being beautiful, becoming beautiful. What kinds of things do we need to become beautiful? Maybe we can work on our attitude. Maybe we can work on our insecurities. That's a big one for me. Maybe we can work on um, maybe the way we treat other people, the way we talk to them. Um, maybe we can work on being less prideful. And 
thinking of others as higher than ourselves and just enjoying their accomplishments, enjoying who they are. Um, sometimes we need to step down and let, you know, let our pride go for a little bit, let the focus off of us and place the light onto another person. We want the other person to shine and feel good, don't we? And in return, God blesses us. We don't do it for the blessing. We do it because God does that to us and because that's what it's like to be a beautiful person. And so I want to talk to you gals today about becoming beautiful. And it's going to talk, uh, we're going to go over the spiritual component and also how it manifests in the physical. So there's tons of verses that the Bible has on being beautiful, and I've done some research and reading, but one of the ones that really stands out to me because uh, this is something that I've prayed for in particular is uh, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. So lovely ladies, please pull out your Bibles. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Maybe write this verse down, put it in your fridge, put it in your mirrors, in your bathrooms, put it somewhere in your house this week so that it reminds you of what it's like to be a beautiful woman. And I know that this uh, particular verse is referring to a wife, but for you single ladies that want to become wives, you need to be a wife now before uh, you even get married. Because um, for your husband to spot his wife, you need to be that wife already. Okay. So, um, and even if we're single for life, that's okay too, because we still want these characteristics of a beautiful, godly woman. It's not just Proverbs 31. I'll read that one another day and we'll go over that another day and we'll share it together. But this is something the Lord has been putting in my heart. And I wanted to share that with you today. So 1 Peter 3 verses 1 to 6, and it says, Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words. I want you to highlight that, without words. Think about that for just a few seconds, without words. And I'm going to repeat that sentence again. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. So ladies, one of the things that we love to do is chitty chat, chitty chat, chitty chat. And sometimes we just need to be quiet and be still, be still in front of our loved ones, be still, you know, with our husbands and just be still and give them the platform and listen and lovingly listen to them and it shows respect to them and sometimes we just need to take it a notch down maybe even tone down the the volume in our voice we don't need to always yell we don't need to always scream and get to get things our way and I'm guilty of this ladies I we all are we all are guilty we all have fallen short but this is something that I want to challenge myself and you ladies today is to really turn it a notch down. Maybe make it a challenge this week to limit your words. This day I decided to do that, actually, to just to limit my words and just be more gentle, more peaceful, more receiving. And it's amazing that the result of it is just more peace in the home, more, more love in the home, more pursuit of the man toward the woman. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. 
So God knows what he's doing. When he wrote this, when he gave us his word, he knew what he was telling us and what we needed to hear. So I'm going to repeat that again. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words. So a lot of us are are saying to our husbands, you know, go to church, do this, do that, do the other, do this and do that and controlling and, and trying to control the outcome and 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 be in control and take the lead. But in reality, we need to just take a step back and win our husbands to the Lord without words. We don't need to use words. Sometimes less is more. Now, when I say submit and what the Bible talks about submit, that doesn't mean don't have a job, don't have a career. You're going to be a leader. You're going to be a lady boss. You're going to have your own business. You can, you know, have your own life and your own purpose. But when it comes to your husband, ladies, we need to submit and take a little step back and let him take the lead. And that's one characteristic of a beautiful woman. Such a challenge that we all have, don't we, ladies? So the next verse, it's verse 3. And it says, Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfolding, excuse me, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. I remember one day we went to a retreat with our church and I I asked God, I said, Lord, give me a gentle and quiet spirit. And I've been praying that actually for a few months now. Give me a gentle and quiet spirit. You all know that I'm an attorney and I can be very aggressive in court. And when I have to, I will. But I also know my role, the role that the Lord has given me. And I want to be that gentle and quiet spirit that the Lord finds so pleasing. It says in verse 3, it says, um, rather it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty. Look at that, the unfading beauty. That means it never goes away. It's beautiful. Of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So if you want favor with God, ladies, let's get that gentle and quiet spirit. And we can only have it through Jesus Christ. We can only have it through the Lord. We can only have it through being refined by the word. And so Lord, um, you know, we want to please the Lord. And and how do we do this? Gentle and quiet spirit. And then as a result, we please our husbands. We please uh, our loved ones. We please those people around us, right? So for this way, verse 5, for this way, this is, excuse me, this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. So back then they didn't have elaborate jewelry. I mean, they did, the kings did, the, the royal families did, they had jewelry, you know, but they didn't, you know, most people didn't have the elaborate jewelry. So how was that woman back then beautiful? The only thing she had to show for herself was her gentle and quiet spirit. Of course, that manifests in the physical. Like I said, you can be very beautiful on the outside, and you've heard this before, it sounds very cliche, you can be very beautiful on the outside. But if the inside is dirty, it's ugly, it's attitude it's yelling all the time, controlling, manipulating, that's not beautiful. So we need to adorn ourselves with a gentle and quiet spirit. It's not beautiful when you're uh, constantly yelling and, you know, the Proverbs, the book of Proverbs talks about the nagging wife. And so as I prayed this week on what to talk about today, 
I thought about what it what it means to become beautiful. So I wanted to start with that as I approach this podcast more and more on a weekly basis and, and share more with you all. What does it mean to be beautiful? Of course, we want to treat ourselves with, you know, facials and, you know, if a house needs painting, paint it. But we're not going to focus on that. We need to first fix our inner self because it does reflect the outward. Okay. So verse 5 says, For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, verse 6, who obeyed Abraham and called him Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. So Sarah actually revered her husband so much that he called him Lord. And Lord is someone over you. So when our husbands are wanting to make a decision, you know, we can give them our advice. We can pray for them as the neck that moves the head, right? The Lord said that he made the wife suitable for him, a helper for him, for Adam, right? In the book of Genesis. So we want to support our husbands. Let's say there's a major decision coming out. We want to pray for them. Ultimately, it'll be them. And we just pray that they make the right decision. Of course, we're going to have the opinion. Of course, we're going to, you know, share what we think about it. But the last thing we want to do is control that outcome because it never works out when you control it. So this is the way of the women of the past who put their hope in God, used to adorn themselves. So they, these women in the biblical times used to adorn themselves with a gentle and quiet spirit. You know, they would look down, cover their hair, modesty. And I'm going to talk about that as well. So ladies, let's focus this week on just being submissive. And, and you know, feminists would kill me right now. But I will tell you what, I have my own business. I've run my own law firm. I'm an attorney. And the only reason I say that is not to brag, but to tell you that I could well easily be a feminist. And yes, I do care about women. Of course I do. But what I'm trying to say is that there's a certain role that God gave us with our husbands. And that role is to submit and have a gentle and quiet spirit. And guess what, ladies? It's not only for your husbands. It's in every situation. I've told you before, when I go before a judge, you know, of course I have have to argue my cases. I have to be assertive. I have to know the law. But simultaneously, I have a submissive spirit. And they see that. And so it it really just helps in every situation. When I'm dealing with co-counsel or opposing counsel, I have some opposing counsels that are just extremely rude. And of course, you know, we have to notch it up a little bit and get, you know, get to that aggressive level as well. But, you know, having that gentle and quiet spirit, if we don't know how to have that gentle and quiet spirit, then we need to come to the Lord, ladies, and say, Lord, I don't know what she's talking about. And go to the word and ask him to show you how to have a gentle and quiet spirit. Because that doesn't mean, you you ladies that know me personally, you know that I'm on top of things, I'm quick, you know, I'm, I, I get things done fairly quickly, uh, I don't waste time. So it doesn't mean that we have to be slow and not do anything and, you know, um, and just, you know, sit there and, and, okay, anything you want, Lord, you know, to our, to our husbands, right? That's not how we are, but we need to be wise and prudent and loving and not be so controlling of the outcome 
You know, I know a lot of women want their men to go to church, you know, and as Christians, right? We say, oh, I want him to go to church. I want him to go to church. I want him to go to church. I want him to do this. I want him to do this. I want him to do that and the other. But that's only going to push him even further. And I know you've heard this before, but it's not beautiful to do that. It's not attractive. And I bet, I dare you this week, I challenge you ladies, that if you just take a step back, lessen your words, just, just do it for one week, seven days, lessen your words See if that husband doesn't come to you and pursues you a little bit more. It's more attractive to that person. I, I wasn't actually planning to talk about this, this in particular, but maybe some, some of us need to hear it. Maybe there's somebody out there that needs to hear that today. You know, the Bible in Proverbs says, in Proverbs 11.22 says, Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Have you seen those women out there that are just yelling at their husbands, speaking over them, um, or just maybe on the phone yelling in the street, talking loudly? You know, there's no discretion there, right? Or maybe arguing in front of another person. I know there's times when you you can't help and, you know, you can't help it, but you get irritated or angry or or you get upset at your spouse or, or your loved ones, you know, and, and you know, we, we need to stop that. We need to focus on being more prudent and waiting. And that's something that we need to maybe just work on with the Lord. So beauty in the Bible, the, 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 the women in the Bible were beautiful. I will say the women in the Bible were beautiful. They, you know, they, they, they took care of themselves. You know, they didn't have all this adornment, the, the lipstick, the, the eyeliner and, you know, all these, this gold, right? You know, but, but, you know, but they had the gentle and quiet spirit. Okay. And marriages back then lasted. Okay. So I want to challenge us this week to have a little bit more discretion. And I know this is hard for, for some of us to hear. Maybe it's convicting. Maybe, um, you feel something that uncomfortable, but it's okay to be uncomfortable because then that leads to change. It helps me personally. I know there's things I need to work on regarding this, okay? And that's why I'm able to share it because I struggle with these things. So it's not like I'm this perfect person that just goes out there and, oh, I don't say anything to my husband or, or you know, you know things like that. But when the Holy Spirit convicts you, you, you submit, you take a step back and you think, okay, I need to apologize for that. And, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to keep doing, you know, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to fall, but we need to get back up. The Bible says the righteous man falls seven times, but all seven, he gets back up. So we're going to fall, get back up. And so then we reach a, a level of, of, you know, not perfection in that area, but a level of, I got this and then move on to the next characteristic that we need to change or that we want to work on. So, uh, in the book of Esther, the Bible talks about how Esther and, and all the, um, the virgins beautified themselves for one year before they met the king. And it says in Esther 2, chapter 2, verse 12, it says, Before a young woman's turn came to go into King Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women, six months with oil of myrrh and six with perfumes and cosmetics. So... Facials, you know, um, you know, going to the gym. I love all that stuff. You all know that. I have my little lashes I put on. I used to wear extensions. I don't anymore. Um, 
you know, it's just beautiful to, to just look lovely and, and get yourself ready and some nice clothes and, you know, um, you, you know, just taking care of your body and eating right and eating healthy. That's important. So we're not saying don't do that, but, but we're, we're just saying, you know, work on the inner self, right? But it's really important to have beauty treatments, to love yourself. Um, one of my favorite verses in Esther, actually, the book of Esther is that on chapter five, verse one, it says on the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. And I like this because the, the book of Esther talks about how every time Esther would go before her king, she would place royal robes on. So what royal robes are you wearing today? What do we need to put on? Is it kindness? Is it gentleness? Is it a gentle and quiet spirit? What robe? Let's place our royal robes. We may not have a literal robe that is royal, but we may have a robe of righteousness over us because through Jesus, he forgives our sins. He died for us. We're made righteous. What kind of robe are we putting on today? What kind of robe do we need to put on before we go before our husbands? What kind of robe do we put on before we go other people, before other people, before our friends, before our family? And it's something that I need to practice as well. It's a good reminder for me, ladies, and I just want to remind you of it too. And so I want to end this um, podcast or today's episode with just a challenge to you, a next seven-day challenge. I'm going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. And I challenge you to do it, ladies, for the next seven days. Just be gentle, be still, turn your words down, maybe turn the volume down. Because a pretty house but no one home is not a home. And, you know, sometimes we don't want to push people away from our lives. We don't want to push those men away. We don't want to push our husbands away. We don't want to push our friends away. We don't want to push the families away. Right? We need to have that gentle and quiet spirit, that royal robe. Place your royal robe. This week, take a step back. You know, I often think about how uh, God created the sperm and the egg. If you think about how the egg just sits there and the sperm is designed to chase and pursue and go find it, right? In the same way, we need to, to be that as wives, as godly women. Just sit there. You know, sometimes you just have to, to just take a step back and just be, be still and know that he is God, that God is God and he will work all things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes, Romans 8, 28. Um, we need to stop trying to control and manipulate. One day I'll talk about the Jezebel spirit in the Bible and how control and manipulation has a deadly end to you and those around it. So we want to stay away from that. So every day I'm challenged. Okay, I need to change this. I need to change that. That's what it means to become beautiful. That's what it means to to want to change, to become the person that God calls you to be on earth as, as we are in heaven. So ladies, I want to challenge you this week, the next seven days. I want to know how you did. Um, you can, you know, place comments in the Spotify chat or, you know, send an email to coffee chats and shoes at gmail.com and the email address is in my introduction you can listen to that i think it's like a two-minute introduction my email address is there too 
coffeechatandshoes at gmail.com. And I challenge you to uh, just be still this week. Have a gentle and quiet spirit. God bless you all. I, I pray for you, ladies. And I pray this bless you today. It may be hard to hear sometimes, but let's do it, ladies. Love you. Bye.